Today's topic of discussion is as follows. Decoding my revised book, Democrats bill, bring bill to force black people to vote or pay civic penalty. Black Americans are leaving, living as fourth class citizens beyond Twitter and building back better has failed. Our first topic, decoding my revised book. The grassroots community activist movement will take the lead in improving the black community and strengthening the black family starting in Chicago, if given a chance. 30 years of rejection by established black organizations in Chicago and online has not stopped me from going forth. I wrote my, my vision and made it plain in my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America. Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, 2nd Edition. My revised book has been on Amazon now for 10 years, and yet it is barely selling. My revised book is the foundation of my Christian business, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. Reclaiming the Black Community. We want um, community safety is our biggest concern. Rebuilding our economy and supporting our children by creating a safe space for them to play and enjoy life. Rebuilding our black businesses. We as black people must work together in order to solve our problems within the black community. Things are getting worse. The uptick in carjackings, murder on the rise, crime out of control, and mental health going unchecked. How can we rebuild our communities without unity? Restoring the black family. Lucario Chicago is all about strengthening the black family, yet this is not my burden alone. This has to be a shared burden. No one person can fix these issues alone. But if black people get on code and work with me and building the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, then we can rebuild Black Chicago to a much better Chicago than before. Why should Black America embrace Kirkai of Chicago? I, have, I always hear of our brothers and sisters bragging about, as a collective, we have a spending power of $1 trillion per year. Everyone who, who understands American capitalism realizes that there is no power in spending all your money. After our children finish high school, they are encouraged to attend a WPI, which is a white public institution. That will put them in debt. That they are expected to die in financial servitude. Universities are getting rich from the trillions of black dollars every generation. While our best and brightest go into debt, learning how to become better employees. After college, the most educated black people are then sent into the workforce with almost no ability or understanding of how to start their own business. In other words, they are completely incapable of creating a job, but 
highly capable of searching for, for one. After finding a job with modest pay, but not enough pay to get out of debt, our young people spend their entire lives working for a white-owned corporation, corporation until they die. All the while, many of them are paying rent to a wealthy landlord while consuming products from trillion-dollar corporations. In this entire process, black people are the economic mules of America. The landlords become the wealth from the rent we pay because we never infuse the cultural values necessary to become landowners. The corporate shareholders leave wealth for their children from the profits earned off consumers' products sold to black people. The corporation also get rich from the labor being provided by black people who were taught that the best way to economic success is to find a job. Let me be clear, there's nothing wrong about having a job, going to college or buying consumer products. The problem is that the job should not be your only source of income. When you own nothing and work for someone else, you are efficiently a piece of property to be used in any way that the owner sees fit. And that's not cool. In order for us to reclaim our power in America, we are going to have to change our culture, change our habits, and play a direct role in the education of our children. I can't build Grakayo Chicago by myself. I need brave and smart black people to be on my management team. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, I am unable to do my job. Once we are able to get this film, pro this film project fully funded and made, then I will turn the business over to qualified black middle class professionals while I expand the business in South Africa. I will also lead by example by applying for dual citizenship. The kind of Chicago is about reconnecting the diaspora with continental Africans so that we can do international trade among ourselves learn about each other's culture and being and begin solving our social problems on a local level and on a global level this is what i want to be remembered for i am not interested in running for public office to help improve the current system i am here to create a new system that will help solve black people's problems african people's problems caribbean people's problems and brazilian people's problems in this organization, we will separate ourselves from off-code Negroes, active gang members, pedophiles, rapists, and urban terrorists. When slavery ended, our ancestors left those plantations, and backstabbers and massive pleasers followed behind them. Chicago will raise the bar in Black America. Since Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 30 years, this organization will be membership base. Once this film project is fully funded and made, the proceeds from the film will go towards me purchasing property in Chicago, buying office equipment, and hiring qualified black middle class professionals in order to make this organization effective and successful for years to come. 
we will hold mandatory orientations. Everyone will be screened and must sign our community pledge. We will also require our members thumbprint so that we can keep tabs on who is doing what within the organization. Everyone must contribute something to this organization. No freeloaders. Once I start making money, mark my words, everyone in Chicago will want to be a part of this organization. Not so. I have 30 years of rejection, which is a thorn in my flesh. We will declare war against this Willie Lynch mentality within the within black society. I promise none of my members will never have to endure such foolishness just for wanting to do something positive in the black community like I did. I have people on my on my Facebook friends list who knows how to make documentaries, yet they refuse to come forth and work with me. I encourage everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups to exchange emails with me now while I'm still small time. Once this thing gets off the ground, I won't be online as often. I will be working in the field and setting up chapters in 10 African nations and in the Caribbean, God willing. Mission to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, and spiritual development. Also to launch African tours, Caribbean tours, in order to reconnect with the global black family. We want our students to think and act with empathy, courage, and clarity as responsible citizens and leaders in a global community. We will offer core curriculum that fosters creativity, innovation, critical thinking, and problem-solving vision to develop the next generation of in, in, innovators, leaders, and problem-solvers by tapping into their creative genius. Chicago, Chicago will be a multi-purpose facility. Our programs and services will range from art therapy, child, child daycare, slash adult daycare, community advocacy, fitness center, entrepreneurship, grief groups, filmmaking, networking groups, music programs, nutrition, spiritual development, stress management, visual arts, youth services, workshops slash seminars. Responsibility and collaboration. Chicago, Chicago will be a privilege that carries responsibility and accountability. We call on all to participate with self-discipline, independence of mind, and a collaborative spirit in keeping with the mission, values, and visions of this institution. We expect each of us to come prepared to learn and support progressive approach to education, human development, and community life. Our purpose is to inspire all to apply their skills, thoughts, and values to make our institution and our community a safe place to be. Character and citizenship. The County of Chicago will encourage our members and students to exercise personal and civic power by connecting reflection with action, research with creativity, wisdom with innovation, deeds with consequences and character with citizenship. In these ways, Kirkai of Chicago as a progressive institution ded dedicated to the personal growth and development.
please leave a public comment on my Facebook page or on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, please share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, Democrat, Democrats bring bill to force black people to vote or pay civic penalty. The Democrat presented a bill to make you vote called Civic Duty to Vote Act. If you don't vote, then you will be charged a $20 civic penalty fee. A lot of people are upset in our community about the Democrat Democrat Party. Black people have been voting for them since President Lyndon B. Johnson passed the civil rights legislation 60 years ago. The Biden administration gave resources and federal protection to Asians and LGBT community, but nothing specifically for black people. John Larson, a Democrat, known, knows that we're not co-signing their agenda. So he has decided to introduce a bill called Civic Duty to Vote Act. It requires eligible citizens to appear to vote in the general election for federal office. If a person fails to do so, then they will be charged a $20 civic penalty fee. You can find out more about this bill on my Medium transcript. If you are friends with me on Facebook, I post my Medium transcript on my Facebook page. Just click on the link and scroll down to to show and prove. It will be the first article you see. Just look how far they are going with this. This system becomes illegitimate if we don't participate as a collective. The Democrats know this is not just about midterm elections. It's about future elections. Everything black people has gotten in America was not from voting. voting. It was through the black grassroots. The only reason why the financial elites passed the the Civil Rights Act is because our grandparents kept marching and protesting in the streets. There is a discussion going on in the left-wing media about black people. I found an article from CNN entitled, quote, It's Not Just Latinos and Younger Voters. Democrats are slipping among black voters too, unquote. I'm not going to read the entire article. I provide the article on my medium transcript under show and prove. Basically, what the article was saying is that black people form the core of the Democratic Party. How is it that we form the core of the Democratic Party and yet our grievances is ignored? If black America would would listen to me, then we would have a mass call for tangibles for our votes nationwide. I've been saying this for years. It's embarrassing to see my people marching and protesting for 53 years begging the financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality. They have the same group. They are the same group who have enslaved our ancestors. We still don't have any justice for our sisters, Brianna Taylor, Sandra, Sandra Bland, or Rakia Boyd, just to name a few.
we witness the Democrats give resources to every other group except us, and they got a nerve to ask for our votes again. I provide several articles on my medium transcript about different groups who have who benefited from the Biden administration. They should go and ask those groups to vote for them. This article said that black people turn out to vote in large numbers than any other demographic. It mentioned that without the massive support of black voters, the last three Democratic nominees, which was Joe, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama, would have not made it to the general election. Biden is asking Congress for an additional $33 billion for Ukraine. He just gave Ukraine $13.6 billion. When black people ask for reparations, these career politicians claim they don't have the funding. They think black, black Americans as a collective is dumb and will continue to vote for them without demanding tangibles. Well, they're wrong. If black people continue to vote for the Democrats, then we will end up becoming third and fourth class citizens in a nation that our ancestors built. As for me and my house, I will not continue to live in a land for the rest of my life being treated as a third and fourth class citizens while illegal immigrants can just cross the border and receive all kinds of protections, resources, and have access to sanctuary cities for their group. This article is telling black people that the past three Democratic candidates would not have made it to the general election without black people. The Democratic shields would say our ancestors fought and died for us to vote. That's not true. Our ancestors fought to be free. Because they didn't ask to come here. We have so many people in our community who are full of Willie Lynch. Those persons would make us as a group continue to lose while all these other groups are here to win and to obtain resources. We have black people like Jesse Lee Peterson, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Roland Martin, and Joy Reid, just to name a few. Also, the blue no-matter-who crowd. I view them as white supremacist sympathizers. A majority of black people in America don't want to own nothing or build nothing. That's the reality. That's why it's taken me 30 years to get this organization popping. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I'm doing what I can. That's why I'm using my show. I'm using my voice to try to reach and connect with brave and smart black people. Trying to um, sell my revised book. Trying to um, encourage black people to um, purchase um, items from our virtual store. Trying to encourage black people to support our GoFundMe page. I'm doing what I can. Anyway, we need to be extremely hostile towards those sellouts and black and backstabbers in our community if we want to survive in America. I'm not interested in writing more books. I want to build black businesses, 
and help improve the black community. This is why the financial elites wants to censor people like me on social media and make it where the only people you can listen to are Jamil Hill, Roland Martin, and Joy Reid. I have been promoting my vision online and in and in real life for 30 years. I am tired of not seeing progress. That's why my focus is on getting this film fully funded and made so that I can set up other, other like-minded black middle-class professionals in positions to help me manage our Christian business before I cut and run to Africa. I found an article from Fortune entitled, quote, America's Black Brain Drain why African-American professionals are moving abroad and staying there, unquote. According to the article, it was the George Floyd case which broke the camel's back. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and or on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, please share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, Black America. Black Americans are living as fourth-class citizens. I read an article from the BuzzFeed by Morgan Slaw. Uh, okay, let, I'm going to have to spell it out. S-L-O-S-S. So it's like Slaw. Slaws. Entitled, quote, Black people are sharing the rules they follow that most white people don't even know about. And this is so important. Unquote. I encourage my listeners to read the whole article. I just going to touch on a few points. Okay, so it says um, from this article, number one, no matter how angry you get, you try and remain calm. If you raise your voice even a little, regardless of what you say or how you say it, you are instantly labeled as angry, quote, angry black woman, unquote, and judge wrongly, even when you're right, unquote. The Karens and Beckys of the world can raise their voice and have a temper tantrum, but no one labeled them as angry. So right there, that's not cool, but that's how it is here in America. Okay, number three, it says, as a black man, my father taught me when being pulled over by the police to, to pull your insurance and registration out of the glove glove box and keep it ready on your seat. That way, you do not have to reach in the glove box when the police are at your window. On this podcast, I try to encourage our young black men and young black women about how to conduct themselves when they encounter law enforcement because it could mean life or death in America. In case in point, like that uh, young young brother um, from the Congo, Patrick um, Lyola. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago on my uh, podcast. Number six, I'm from Louisiana, where they still have sundown towns. Avoid them at all costs, but if you have to pass through at night, make sure you have a full 
tank of gas so that you don't have to stop. Nobody wants to talk about our reality in America. What kind of life are we really living? This reminds me of the black codes from my history books. This is why I don't have much support because I try to keep it 100 and encourage my people to look outside of America to keep our options open. But many blacks, including my own family, just ain't trying to hear hear that. They want to continue fighting instead of working with me to pull our resources and turn around our situation in America. If we form an alliance with our global African family, then we can get somewhere. I'm just saying. Uh, number seven, I am a, this is what it says, quote, I am a black woman re- relative, relatively new to my mostly white neighbors. When I take a walk for exercise, I always walk in the middle of the street, not too close to to houses on either side. I wear reflective gear and avoid staring too closely at any of the houses. I often think of Ahmaud Arbery when I'm walking. Uh, unquote. That's not a life for a free person who is an American taxpayer. I mean, it seems like we're, you know, like under the illusion of being free. You have to do your research in your research. Live in places where there are equal amount of black people. Otherwise, you are setting yourself up to be attacked by racist people. These are the 21 black codes that black Americans must live by in order to survive in America. This stuff is ingrained into American society because the financial elite controls the system. And like it or not, America, I mean, black America, um, the United States of America was built on white supremacy. That's just how it is. That's why in the uh, Constitution, they only see us as three, I think, three-fourths human. It's neither three-fourths or three-fifths. But either way it goes, you know, they, that's just how it is. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and or on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, please share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our fourth topic, beyond Twitter. Eon Musk is a Africana from South Africa. He is being sued for allegedly silencing thousands of black employees who complain about racism in his company. His family is from the Netherlands. He ended up buying Twitter for $44 billion. From what I have read, been reading, the way this came about was that Elon Musk started complaining about how Twitter content moderation didn't give people free speech, so he bought 9% 9% of Twitter stock in order to have the most shares of the company. He got investors to back him to buy Twitter. Long story short, Twitter sold the company to him. The left-wing media could not stop talking about this story. When it comes to these Silicon Valley companies like your Googles, Apples, and Facebooks, 
they are controlled by the left-wing media. I explained to my group member it does not matter if it's left-wing, which is Democrats, or right-wing, which is Republicans. At the end of the day, it's about promoting a white white supremacy agenda. There's a column from the LA Times entitled, quote, with Eon Musk in charge. It's the beginning of the end for black Twitter, unquote. The woman who wrote this piece, her name is Erica D. Smith, a black woman and a Democratic shield. Just go to her Twitter page and you you will see her LGBT flag. Barack Obama opened up that Pandora's box by making gay marriage legal. Then it went to bathroom rights. Now it's transgender. They are trying to take over women's sports. People call me names saying I was a hater or I was homophobic. They call they can call you names, but they can't debate the facts. What's coming down the pipeline is pedals are going to say they they have a sexual orientation too, and they are being discriminated in society. America is going down stuff like like this is what caused the downfall of Sodom and Gomorrah um, destroyed. In the article, she was talking about how Twitter is the digital town square where public opinion matters. Then she said, consider this the beginning of of the end 